You're listening to The Real King with Joe and Heidi King. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. So how are we to leverage the weapon of the Holy Spirit? Today, we talk about the Holy Spirit working in us, how speaking in tongues keeps us continually aware of the Holy Spirit's indwelling presence, and if you are conscious of the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit every day, it is bound to affect the way you think, live, and lead you to victory over any opponent you face. Let's go. So John 16, 5. Yeah. The work of the Holy Spirit. And I'm in the new King James. But now I go away to him who sent me. And none of you asks me, where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper will not come. Mm -hmm. But if I depart, I will send him to you. So Jesus is giving them the the tools necessary to understand that that even though he's going to be crucified and he's going to go away, yeah, he's going to send the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as you were talking, I had the thought of when we have people in our lives that have already passed on, or grandparents, or or these different people. A lot of the times they'll be like, "Take this." remember me, right? You're going to remember me when you always see this like deer antlers Mm -hmm. on the wall or something Mm -hmm. like that. That's exactly what Christ was doing for us. He left and said, here is a gift in remembrance of me, (laughs) right? And he gives us the Holy Spirit. There's even a verse. I think think that was the John. Well, the crazy thing is when the way he worded things. John 14, 26, but the advocate... The Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and will remind you of everything I have mm-hmm. said to you. That's the remembrance of me piece. Yeah. It says, I will send him to you, and when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. So when we think about, you know, how, how does the Holy Spirit do that? It's through us. We mm-hmm. we have kind of an issue in the modern day Western Church of this like seeker sensitive, seeker friendly, where we're so quick to not offend somebody, mm-hmm. but the Holy Spirit at work in us will offend sin. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it will it will convict the world around us of righteousness mm-hmm. and of sin. Yeah, yeah. and of judgment. It doesn't say he'll put them in judgment at that moment, but he'll convict them of it. They'll be like, oh, nobody can judge me. Yeah, Yeah. Real life example of this, when Joe got delivered from alcoholism, he didn't tell anyone Mm -hmm. that they couldn't drink. Never, like he didn't say it to their faces. And he still hasn't. And just by people being in his realm like yeah (laughs) realm being within like six feet of him and the holy spirit so active inside of him people will walk up to him and try to get in controversy controversy controversial controversy (laughs) uh (laughs) uh, like discussions with him about i can drink say like i can i can hold my alcohol responsibly yeah like they get 
irritated about it. Yeah. And he's never even said anything. That right there is how you can affect people by the Holy Spirit changing you from the inside out and people around you are going to get all flared up because of it. Do you know what that just reminded me of? Have you ever been like eating something that you know is naughty? Yeah. And then somebody looks at you and like completely like they're just looking in your direction. You're like, what? I haven't eaten all day. Yeah. It's that yep. same feeling yeah. that wells up yeah. in that person. And they're like, what? Yeah. I only drink every so often. Or yep. I only watch, you know, dirty movies every so often or whatever the right. thing. Because I will say, we talk a lot about our personal experiences, right? And yeah. so you were delivered from alcohol. But the same applies to all these Anything. things. Anything, yeah. All these things. Yeah. Um, so you had a passage too. Yeah. So 1 Corinthians six nineteen through 20. Do you not know that your bodies are temples of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have received from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. Therefore, honor God with your bodies. I love that scripture so much because we kind of mentioned this on other podcasts. At some point in your life, whether it be now or whether it be on Judgment Day, every knee is going to bow before him. Yeah, Every tongue will confess. You may think that you're this awesome person, like just like killing it on this earth with your awesome job and your awesome car and your awesome bank account and all these different things. But if you don't have Jesus, if you don't have this Holy Spirit that we're talking about, it's not going to work out well for you because it says in Scripture that you're not your own. Yeah. You are not your own. You were bought with a price. Yeah. yeah. That's huge. So I have two passages. Yeah. Um, this is take two, but in take one, I only have one. <laughs> I'm adding in another. So it's in 2 Corinthians chapter 3. Nevertheless, when one turns to the Lord, mm-hmm. the veil is taken away. Yeah. Now the, the Lord is the spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. There is liberty. But we all with an unveiled face beholding as a mirror, the glory of the Lord are being transformed in the same image from glory to glory, just as the spirit of the Lord. Yes. Why is the Holy Spirit a weapon of your warfare? It's what transforms you. Yeah. And it takes you from glory to glory. How can it not be the ultimate weapon? Because it literally says... Stand, this is in Galatians 5, stand fast, therefore, in the liberty which Christ has made us free. Right. It is where the spirit of the Lord is. There's freedom. Yeah. You already won. Yeah. That's, therein lies the victory. Right. Right? Right. So in Galatians chapter 5, he says, don't be entangled again with the yoke of bondage, which is the sin that you were just talking about. Um, and further down, it says, walk in the spirit that you shall not fulfill the lusts of the flesh for the flesh lusts against the spirit and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary to one another so that you do not do the things that you wish. But if you are led by the spirit, you are not under the law. Mm -hmm. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are. And this is a comprehensive list straight from (laughs) the word of God. Very thorough. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, 
heresies, envy, murder, drunkenness, revelries, and the like. Of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. Can I tap on that for a minute? Yeah. Do you want me to do this? the fruits Not quick? yet. Okay. Because there might be some people that are listening that believe in Jesus, they go to church, they're trying, yeah. but they still fall into some of these. Mm-hmm. And I don't want them to question if they're not filled with the Spirit. That's where it talks about taking you from glory to glory. Yes, yes. That's area so when, to work on. When you're, when you're convicted by if the Holy Spirit. If you were convicted Spirit. by any of those things, which yeah. I'm not saying I wasn't. Yeah. You know, I have if things... You, if you're, if you're, do, if you, have, God's, do you have outbursts of wrath <laughs> on occasion? <laughs> we can all have selfish ambitions. Or jealousy. You know? So when, when I first got saved, um, there was a lot of conviction from the Holy Spirit reviewing the to, list. to change me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it took a lot of work in those areas to get me to a place of filled with the Spirit, confident Correct. in everything from hearing the voice of God to praying in my personal prayer language to prophecy yep. to tongues and interpretation, all these things that are in the Bible, right? Yeah. Um, when you think about that comprehensive list, and then you go back to Matthew 5, Jesus said, you have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that whoever looks at a woman, lust for her has already committed adultery. If, if your right eye causes you to sin, pluck it out and cast it, it from you, for it is more profitable for you that one of your members perish than for your whole body to be cast into hell. So this is the thing, is our righteousness right, Mm -hmm. only comes through the blood of Jesus Christ. We're always going to fall short. The the word actually where it says, where where it says in scripture that we all fall short, the word actually is is like a a continuing word. It's it's Mm -hmm. it's like we're falling. Like there's there's constant opportunity for Mm -hmm. us to trip, right? Well if you're going from glory to glory, what's okay today is not going to be okay tomorrow. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you're you're a work in pro- progress, and you have to trust the process. Yeah. So that means you have to trust the Holy Spirit that He's not going to leave you where He found you. Yeah. Right. Jesus went and ate with the with the the wine bibbers and all this stuff, and he got accused. Mm-hmm. And he sat at their tables and went to their houses, but he didn't leave any of them there. Yeah. You know, when Zacchaeus came out of the tree and he went to lunch, Zacchaeus did not stay that guy correct yes. so you're in process and and you have to embrace that and if you feel like you're not where you're supposed to be then press in right yes so that's where the conviction the conviction of the holy spirit where you can't tell me that if you're hearing these words and or you read in the bible that there shouldn't be drunkenness and then you pop a top on something and all of a sudden you get that gut feeling where you're like maybe i shouldn't do this that's the Holy Spirit. That's the check in your yes. spirit that we talk about. Yes, and mm-hmm. those are the things where people will choose to ignore them 
and then they continue on with what they're doing. And now they just put themselves in turmoil because they have enough Jesus in them to know what's right and wrong, but mm-hmm. they still are trying to hang on to the lusts of the flesh yeah. to make their flesh happy. Yeah. And now they're just a tornado of emotion because they're not happy over here because they feel like they're falling short because they are. And they're not happy on the other side because they get convicted that they shouldn't be doing it. In so the first here's place. the thing. So we've all had this at some point or another where you're invited somewhere, you have a check. Yeah. You're like, mm, I don't want to really go. Yeah. And then you go and they're like, well, just have one drink. And you're like, Ugh. Yeah. like, I don't, I'm not feeling it. Yep. Okay. Like pay attention. Yeah. Pay attention to that. And then you still. And just in that example, that was two checks from yes. the Holy Spirit. And then you still like just you're like, I just want to keep the peace. I don't want to draw attention to myself. Yeah. So you you try to fit in. Yeah. By the way, belonging is not the same as fitting in. No, you were never created to fit in. No. Um, And so you belong in the, in the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. That's where you can be who God called you to be and you belong there. Yeah. When you're trying to fit in square peg round hole. Okay. You can feel it. Yep. So then you're, you're just like, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go. It's just social. It's someone's birthday. It's blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I'm just, it's, it'll be fine. Yeah. And then you get home at the end of the night and you're like, I spent money. I shouldn't have. Yeah. I feel like crap. Yeah. I, you feel dirty. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, I didn't even want to go in the first place right there. Lean into that because that is him pruning you right there. Yep. But then now you, now you're responsible for it because you know better. That's right. You can't afford to stay there because there's always the, he's bringing you you out of it. You went to, um, church camp, right? Yeah. And you had that soul awakening moment, um, where you broke before an altar and mm-hmm. you felt Christ and then you went home, you got with your old friends mm-hmm. and you did some stuff. And then all of a sudden you didn't feel comfortable at youth group anymore. You didn't feel comfortable at church anymore because you were holding yourself in condemnation and yeah. contempt. Yeah. And Paul said, there is therefore now no condemnation in those that believe. But what happens is we override God's possession of us and and the authority that he has over us with our own emotion. Mm -hmm. And then we keep ourselves down and then we don't grow. Right. And then we don't, we don't feel we're forgivable. Yeah. See, the thing is, is that the disciples, they tripped and fell along the way. Yeah. But Jesus called them first and foremost to follow him. Yeah. Okay. And when they tripped And and fell, he called them by their earthly name. Yeah. But then it's like he's calling you to follow him. And then it's like, I'm going to provide you the Holy Spirit and we're going to work on the rest together. Mm -hmm. I'm going to convict you. I'm going to reveal stuff to you. And it's going to be a process and I'm going to pull you out of it. And then I'm going to start to show through you my fruits. Mm -hmm. So that was the other part in Galatians chapter five. And he said, but the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Yeah. Against this, there's no law, right? These are the good things. Yeah. And those who are... who are Christ's have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit and let us not become conceited, provoking one another or envying one another. But when you identify, 
at the same time, when you start to identify these gross situations that you find yourself in, mm-hmm. at the same time, you will start to identify situations in which you have love, joy, peace, long suffering. Mm-hmm. It brings it out in you and you in others, right? Yeah. yeah. When that happens, you need to look around and pay attention. Who are you with? Where are you? What yeah. are you doing? Yeah. So it wasn't that long ago when I said, you and I were talking about um, school, kids, grades, mm-hmm. stuff. And I said, I, I read something where someone was saying, if you have a kid who is getting a D in one class and getting an A in another, mm-hmm. rather than like looking at it like, what are you not doing in this class? Mm-hmm flip the script and say, what are you doing in this class over here where you're getting an A? Mm -hmm. And what can we take from that and apply it to the one where you're not doing so hot? And I think that's, that's, there's a lesson in that where when you find yourself thriving and the Lord is really working through you, you need to pay attention to where you are at that moment and, and who you're with and who's sowing into your life and lean into that. Yeah. You also have to, so we have to really take account order. You know, mm-hmm. when, when Christ responded to Satan in the wilderness and the temptation, he had the word in context, right? So if you look at the, the, the order and the chronological order of the word, and you're, you're jumping around in Corinthians and Galatians, you still have to, so we've been discipled, Right. Yep. And and we are continuing to be discipled. I am discipled now. I am under the leadership of, ship of a ministry that is pouring into me so that I can go further than they ever thought of. Mm-hmm. So this is the thing, right? My pastor is always on me about read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Read Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Continue to read those. Get to really be familiar and, and know the character of Jesus Christ. Yeah. As soon as you're done. You go right into the book of Acts, and you start to read the book of Acts, and you start to get in there and really get to know what Jesus said was the next step. I know a lot of people that just assume that if they repeated a prayer that they have, um, they, 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 they recognize having the Holy Spirit, but they, they recognize it without having any responsibility or power. Right. You know, it's just, it's just, it's just a part of the, it's a part of the package. So bringing it back to basics and suddenly they, there came a sound from heaven as a rushing mighty wind and it filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as a fire and one sat upon each of them and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and guess what? They began to speak with other tongues. Mm -hmm. So further down in verse 38. So when people are like, well, what, what do I got to do? Because we don't have an upper room, (laughs) you know? So how do I get the Holy spirit? If you don't have it now with the evidence of speaking in tongues, because he does, Mm -hmm. that's, it all came together. Peter said, repent, Mm -hmm. let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. It's not even a question. Yep. Yep. For the promise is to you and to your children and to all who are far off, as many as the Lord our God will call. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. You shall receive absolutely. the gift of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. It's absolutely a free gift. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the only cost that I've ever seen it have is pride. Yeah. Well, yeah, you got to submit. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of the lack of people experiencing the Holy Spirit is a lack of them not wanting to fully submit and let go. Yeah. Control. So when 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 we we just had an opportunity to go to a hospital and meet with somebody that's been giving a terrible uh, prognosis. Prognosis, yeah. And so we went up and we got to do some ministry and um, just love on this person and do communion. And, mm-hmm. you know, we got to explain why we were bringing communion. I think she had like a Catholic background. So I'm under the assumption that she thought it was like last rites. Mm. Um, so I, I explained this is not that right. this is a meal that heals we're actually going to sit here together and we're going to break bread and we're going to we're going to remember exactly what jesus did for just our like healing we talked and about in the blood forgiveness yeah. yeah 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 right mm-hmm. so this lady has had some opportunity with pastor lynette and others and one of the things that God prompted me to ask is about her um, experience with the Holy Spirit and praying in the Spirit and then encouraging her to use that gift, you know, in that, in that life or death situation um, to, to in, enact mm-hmm. that gift and to make it uh, part of her day-to-day right now. Yeah. Because we want to see her raised up. Absolutely. We want to see her fully healed. There's been something plaguing that family, a, a curse or a spiritual um, hindrance of premature death, which we had over our family. And we had to take responsibility for and break off and, and uh, get away from those generational curses. Mm-hmm. So it's really important. But the one thing that, um, that really stands out to me is on the way to go minister, your thought life was able to play through all the bad um, ideas or knowledge I have about those types of diagnosis. Mm -hmm. So the only way for me to overcome my thought life was to pray in the Spirit. Mm -hmm. So then I'm asking, Father, give me utterance and pray your perfect will for this person through me. Yeah. Because I'm weak here. And because I'm overthinking and I'm, I'm really um, unable to uh, have the faith that it takes to mm-hmm. see what you want done here, yeah. I need you to, to endure me with power from on high, right? Yeah. That's where I needed to be. And when we walked up there, we went in authority. Well, and... It says that the Holy Spirit gives you utterance, yeah. right? And when you pray, you're praying the perfect will of God. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the time, I actually did the same thing. I'm like, Lord, I do not care what the world says about any of these prognoses. You are healer. You heal. When you step into a room, people were healed. I am going to continue to believe for complete, total, full healing upon everybody while they're still on this earth. Well, we ended up stopping to get supplies for communion. Yeah. And God put us in an opportunity right there 
where we we were late because we ended up spending what like twenty minutes sharing testimonies of healing mm-hmm. on the way there. Yeah. So God, he you know with that prayer, he he started really building us right from the get go. But for this woman, she had two people, not and way more than two, but two people just within me and you that were praying in the spirit Mm -hmm. in our personal prayer language over her, which means we were praying the perfect will of God for her. Like those are the types of people that you want behind you that can pray that perfect will of God. If you need a miracle. Yeah. Um, can you pop back to the fruits of the spirit quick? There was something I wanted to hit on there. But the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And against such, there is no law. And those who are Christ's have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the spirit, let us also walk in the spirit and let us not become conceited, provoking one another we're envying one another. That right there. I wanted to hit on that for a minute because I've had people come up to us and say, we can't do what you do. Yeah. That's... Like we we can't be that good or we can't do all of these things. Here's the thing. Yes, you can. Because the only, what you see in front of you of people that you feel that are higher than you, I guess you could say it that way, right? The people that you have tendencies to put on pedestals, like you think they're more spiritual, better, that kind of thing. The people that you put up there, everything that we're talking about tonight with the Holy Spirit and listening to those convictions, obeying the voice of the Holy Spirit when it says, stop watching that show, stop smoking that cigarette, stop watching those dirty movies, stop cussing with that mouth, those things we went through. So the people that you see that are in that high regard right now, those are the people that have obeyed the Holy Spirit and started to prune those things out and get those things cut out. And that's why you're seeing the fruit of how they're walking by the Spirit right now. They spent tons of time on their personal side working it out in order to get the fruit that you're seeing in front of your face right now. In 1 Peter 5, It says, be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Resist him, steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood in the world. So you can't tell me that people don't suffer the same things. If you're seeing a person with good fruit in their life, they worked for it. Like good spiritual fruit, there was work behind the scenes that went into play for that. And if you're watching them thinking that you can't be like them, it's not attainable. Yes, it is. It is absolutely attainable because the Holy Spirit works in you too, just like it worked in all of us. And you can get rid of those things if you want those things out of your life. And you can start experiencing that Holy Spirit fruit that we're talking about tonight and have the less of the flesh be less. We're getting to the point right now, me and Joe are, that we have so much desire to have all of the fruit of the Spirit working so heavily in us that now when the lusts of the flesh come in, Mm -hmm. I can recognize them in a heartbeat. And I'm like, I don't think so, buddy. Like, hop on out of here. When God God wants to use what he's given you where you're at, but he doesn't want to leave you there, you know? So Mm -hmm. one thing that I've always found is... If there's an area of struggle in my life or a place of temptation, especially if I'm in the midst of that, he'll put people in my path 
that are struggling with that. And then all of a sudden I'll have the words or the answer from him for them. And I'll have to sit back and be like, that seems too easy. I need Mm -hmm. to apply that to myself. Yeah. But I just, there's definitely people that are probably even listening that are like, oh, well, Pastor Joe's doing it over there, but he just doesn't have the same temptations that I do. Bull. Bull. Because it says that the same sufferings are experienced by your brotherhood all around the world. Yeah. Yep. You just have to cut off that root and you have to lean into it when the Holy Spirit convicts you on a situation. Yeah, I, I go into a lot of places and it would blow your mind how often... A customer tries to tip me with alcohol. Right. Um, it, it's amazing how many times uh, customers will walk out uh, to my truck and they'll uh, try and tell me off-colored jokes. Yep. Like that's a huge temptation for me because I've always loved comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's really hard for me. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of my favorite comedians are filthy. Right. You know, and I can't listen to them anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I have to find other other avenues. That's the thing, too, is we think that when we're going through this pruning season, when the Holy Spirit starts convicting us, we think our lives are going to be over. Like, how can I not watch you know, that show anymore. How can I not like, take, yeah, we're you, not living hands, yeah, like, <laughs> handmaid's tale over here. Yeah. We're having fun. Yeah. But when he, when the Lord prunes something, know this, that something is going to replace it, that you didn't even think you could enjoy it that much. Mm-hmm. For example, with Joe at the comedians, the Holy spirit convicted him, stop watching these filth comedians. So he leaned into that conviction and found dry bar comedy yeah. Which is not which sponsored. Is like, they're they're Mormons, but like yeah. they but they're funny. They do comedy mm-hmm. without any cussing, without right. any dirty jokes, and all this stuff. And th- we found people on there where me and Joe have laughed so hard that yeah. you can't even hear us other than like the like that kind of right. laughing. Well, anything that is out there for the world is a counterfeit of something that yeah. God right. already created for His kingdom. Yeah. Um. In Romans. Yeah. Do you have Romans? No. Oh. So Romans chapter 8. You know the one. Oh, that's a that's a popular one in the King family. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it is. I'm scared to go to that one now. No. But it says, um, for if you live according to the flesh, you will die. Yeah. I mean, that's a little intense, and I get it. Yeah. But if you live by the Spirit, you put to death the deeds of the body, and you will live. Mm-hmm. For as many as are led by the spirit of God. These are the sons of God. You did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption. Yeah. By whom we cry out, Abba, Father, the spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we're the children of God. Yeah. Hmm. I mean that like, yeah, we're blood bought. Yeah. And he paid the price. But when he gives us his spirit, I mean, we're joint heirs. Yeah. It says that. Um, in 26, that's what I was going for. It says this, likewise, the spirit also helps us in our weakness. He helps you. Yeah. For we do not know what we should pray again, pray for as we ought. Yes. But the spirit himself makes intercession with us Mm. with groanings, which cannot be uttered. Yeah. And he searches the hearts, knows the mind of the spirit. Yeah. And, um, makes intercession for us yeah 
according to the will of God. That's the verse that was being applied for the situation that Joe is talking about with that with that lady in the hospital. And we know that all things work together for good. Yeah. To those who love God. Yeah. And for those who are called according to his purpose. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, the book of Acts is the only book in scripture that doesn't end in like amen or so be it. It's open-ended. Really? Yeah. And you can look through every version. It just talks about Paul continuing his work in his apartment he rented. So um, when you look at the gifts that are given, you know, and, and John the Baptist, he, he prophesied that. He said, the one coming after me who's, whose shoes I'm unable to touch mm-hmm. is going to baptize you in the Holy Ghost and fire, right? Yeah. So when we get to a place of where we hit that place of spiritual maturity, then we realize when Jesus says, you know, suffer the little ones and let them come on to me. Because if, if you don't come in the same manner as a little child, you'll never see the kingdom of heaven. Mm-hmm. When you get the, the gift of the Holy Spirit, you get the inquisitive nature of a child. And that's spiritual maturity. You start to like wonder how it works. Yeah. You want to be in the yeah. front, in the middle, because you see something going on up there and yep. and your flesh goes, That can't be real, but your spirit's like, I know it's real and I want to be close to it and I want to see how it works. Yeah. You know, and it's just like going to a you know, we took the kids to see that magician and they got to sit right up front and they probably spent more time trying to figure out the magic trick than they did watching it. Enjoying the show. Yeah. Yep. Well, when we come in and we are so hungry, you know, we have this gift of the Holy Spirit and we're so hungry to figure out how we can utilize this in our day-to-day life, mm-hmm. it it just rocket launches us into a new nature in him. Oh, for sure. Where all of a sudden we're we're it's so much fun to have those highs and lows of the Holy Spirit. The the like for me because of the addictive personality and the issues that I had in the past, I know that I could get addicted to a move of God. To you Jesus. Know, you know what I mean? No, like when I see people get it's something, a song, right? Joe. Right. Shout out, shout out. Yeah, Carmen. I know. <laughs> but when I see people get something that I haven't had. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, like all of a sudden my everything in me is like, oh, I got to have that. that. I got to have that. Yeah. And then sometimes I don't get it. And then all of a sudden, through the Holy Spirit, the Lord speaks to me and he's like, well, if you get that, would you just seek that from now on? Yeah. Would you continue to be hungry for me or would you just seek that goosebumps? Yeah. Would you seek that that show? Yeah. Is there something right now? Is there something right now? Oh, yeah. man, there's like five that things That you've right seen now. and you want? Oh, yeah. What is it? Uh, I've I've got like three people around me personally that have had like electricity go through their body to the point of pain. Yeah. You want and, that? Yeah, I do. Yeah, Randy Clark. Yeah, I want something, you know, that's very specific to me. Yeah. You know, and I've had some things that were very specific to me. Yeah. Uh, that were very intimate between God and myself, but there's certain things I want because um, I want it for other people. Yeah, so you can give it back out. What do you want? What? What do you want? Is I was thinking something? about something else. So I don't know what you asked. <laughs> Is there something that you've seen, like, 
the spirit manifest on people that you want, like you want to experience it. What the 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 um? Oh, I thought the for drunk sure you'd with be like... the drunk and the spirit, the laughter one is definitely one for me. Yeah, mm-hmm. that one I've never seen anybody get drunk in the spirit without being in a really bad place. And I don't. Yeah, so I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to be in a bad place in order to receive that. So I can't remember what episode it was, but you and you need to preach a message on this, Joe, because I was like. I had a light bulb moment and I was like, shut up. You better preach a message. I literally said it in the episode, but you were talking about how people in the spirit and by praying in the spirit, they, they basically create spiritual infrastructure. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I remember that. And where in Jude, right. It says, but you beloved building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy spirit. Keep yourselves in the love of God, looking to the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ and to eternal life. Yeah. And you were talking about how people pray in the spirit. Because for people, if you come from a background that is not like ours, mm-hmm. you may be under the impression that the gift of tongues is only for interpretation. Mm-hmm. That's untrue. That is one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. There's spiritual gifts, which it seems like a natural next step to maybe start to talk about the spiritual gifts mm-hmm. after this wraps up but um it's not just for tongues and interpretation there's also the edification of of the person Mm -hmm. and the body of christ yeah and you're praying according to the will of the father that's all scripture yeah and um you pray yourself up in your most holy faith right yeah and so it's not just meant for this little box that certain people have put it in it's Mm -hmm. it's for you to build you up and build up others yes and um sometimes that can i interrupt you just for one second yeah and then you can keep going Mm -hmm. i've had three encounters recently with people that work in the gift of tongues Mm -hmm. in a corporate setting and they struggle alone Oh really? And what you're what you're touching on was what I was trying to tell them is like that part, that intimacy where Paul said, I pray in tongues more than you all. But if you do it without love, it's garbage, mm-hmm. right? So like that what you're talking about, that that edification to yourself where you have a personal intimacy with God the Father through the working of the Holy Spirit, praying and giving utterance through you, Mm -hmm. puts you in a position where nobody can knock you out of your place. Mm -hmm. Because now you know it's him, you. Yeah. You, him. And now you have personal intimacy. It's harder for the enemy to come into your household and attack you alone if you're prayed up in your most holy faith. Mm -hmm. It's in Corinthians, right? I think well, I'm talking about in Jude, but yeah, yes, in but Corinthians in, in is where Paul says that. It says yes, and it, but in Corinthians I, chapter 14, it addresses the difference between the gift of tongues and interpretation yeah. and speaking in tongues in your own personal prayer language, mm-hmm. and it addresses the difference and it outlines what they are. Yeah. yeah. And there's a place for both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there are people who are praying in the spirit and praying in their personal prayer language yeah. that then transition into the gift mm-hmm. and then an interpretation comes. Yeah. But th- you have your own personal prayer language yeah. to speak in and that it prays according to the will of God. Yeah. Um, and and that is that is the closest thing that you could do. 
You know, all this is actually uplifting to me because I speak in mine a lot mm-hmm. to the point where sometimes people are like, why are you talking in that right now? Because if stuff starts to like hit the freak fan, I freak them out. Yeah. If stuff starts to hit the fan, mm-hmm. like if my if my household is an, upro- an uproar mm-hmm. or if there's some demonic things that are happening, I will pray in my prayer lang- my personal prayer language because I don't know what else to do. Like I'm try- like I'm trying to mm-hmm. connect and be so close to him because I don't know what to say or do and sometimes that has been interpreted wrong. This, this is this is kind of yeah. my 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 take on that stuff too is so I know people that like have um they have a history or or they're they're they have a degree in theology or something, right? So I know a mm-hmm. lot of really good Christians. They got really screwed up through through going to school for theology, because they they start to deny the power, and then they just want analytical. You know, they want to take the the verses and put them in a context. I'm of, always pulled that way. The way yeah. that I think. Well, the the thing yeah. is, is like mm-hmm. they'll sit down, smoke a cigar, and have a scotch, a low yeah. ball of scotch, and mm-hmm. discuss. And we're both having a spirit-filled conversation. Yeah. But one is rivers of living water, and the other one is something else. Yeah. Right? And so it's like you're you're trading off this, uh, be drunk on the Holy Spirit for something else that's giving you a warm, fuzzy feeling inside. Mm-hmm. But one leaves you empty, and one leaves you overflowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, two things. I want to get back to my original point, but I also want to say... I tend, I lean analytical. So do I, though. And skeptical and um, logical. Mm-hmm. And I would say probably 10 or 15 years ago, I just, and I, I talked with mom about this too not that long ago. It's a conscious choice for me to acknowledge that faith defies logic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it supersedes anything that my pea-sized intellect can even grasp. Um, I just want to circle back to the building yourself up because the w- the way that you described it, Joe, is that it's a like a big office building with many floors. Yeah. And when you're when you pray in the spirit, you're creating infrastructure. Mhm. And what that means for anybody that's in the corporate world is you're putting in place accounting. Yeah. <laughs> Human resources, yep. communication, public that relations. First, that yep. first floor in the basement, you know, I've seen Elf. That's the mail room. That's where, <laughs> mail God, room. That's where God's yeah. getting the message into you, yes. right? Yeah. And you get that foundation built. And then all of a sudden, the next floor is kind of for you. Now we're growing. Yeah. And now all of a sudden, I'm in the here and I'm, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm putting together a sales team because I think what I have is worth something and I want to get yeah. that out to the general public. The face and of then the company. The, f- the floor above that is like all of a sudden God reigning you in and he's like, you hey, buddy, security. you're, yeah. ex- you're excited, you know? but if you do it my way, you're yeah. not only going to be excited, but you're going to do something with this. And then all of a sudden you get to the next floor and it's like, ooh, this is getting real up here. This is suits and ties stuff. So when you think about this, okay, so then you think about yourself, you come up against a giant. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. I, okay. Let's go up against the spiritual Google, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like a, a corporate giant yeah. who has all this stuff. Yeah. You do too mm-hmm. because you've been praying yourself up. Yeah. You, 
you can be the shepherd boy with two stones in five. your five yeah. five stones yeah right but behind you you have this infrastructure yeah yeah and you it's the really amazing thing is if you watch like shark tank or the profit or anything like that that's based on business or economics you're backed by the one who has a cattle on a thousand hills right yeah, yeah. and he has every resource available mm -hmm known to he knows not just mankind he's named every star in the sky he knows yes. every counted every hair on your head yes and so not only do you have what you've built up but then he's going to endue you with more power mm -hmm. right so there's no there's no there's no giant that you're going to come up against that you can't pull from your resources he's, he's right? either right? if you get attacked on one floor right and let's say it's your it's your shipping and receiving. It's yeah. your your evangelistic abilities. You get attacked and you feel down. And all of a sudden, he's going to either do one of two things. He's going to send you to the floor, but below that, which is your which is your floor of production where he put you together and he gave you spiritual mm -hmm. gifts, mm -hmm. or he's going to promote you. Yeah. And you're going to go up a floor, and now you're going to be dressed for success. Mm -hmm. So either way, there's going to be something going on, and it— and, and if he sends you back down a floor, that's not a demotion. That's usually bringing you back to where you were close to him, mm. right? Yeah. Yep. So now all of a sudden he becomes number one again. And now all of a sudden it's like the, the story of the, you know, the little kid that steps up to his bully finally and the bully runs off and then he turns around and realizes his dad's standing mm -hmm. there or his big brother's standing there. Yeah. Yeah. You know, or or he, he'll put, put you set up for promotion. So now all of a sudden wham, you're up on that next floor and you realized that he's dressed you for success. And, and the reason why that thing was attacking you on shipping and receiving is because it could see mm -hmm. the potential around you yeah. of where this building was going. Like, hey, there's yep. a crane outside and they're adding floors. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you know what's interesting is like so many people, they're like, they're hesitant to step into their promotion because they don't have it all figured out. Yeah, they think they don't deserve it. But on what planet do you get promoted at work? I mean, maybe, okay. But what in what world do you get promoted and you step into a role that you have all figured out? Right. right. You know all the people and you know every task there, and you know how to execute it perfectly. No, there wouldn't be there's scenes. onboarding. Yeah. He's there gonna, wouldn't be sayings like "fake it till you make it," right? Yeah, he's gonna. He, but he he gets you there, and then he equips you. Yeah, yeah. And then once you've, the, it's glory to glory. Yeah. Right? And then, I mean, he's trying to bring you up into a corner office, man. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was and, gonna say, is yeah. the penthouse like the day we meet him? <laughs> <laughs> right. He's he's gonna he's gonna bring you to the top floor. Just to let you know that today's an episode of Undercover Boss, and he's gonna send you back to the mail room dressed like a bum. And you know what? With you're gonna you're gonna love ever. it. You're gonna love it because mm -hmm. you're gonna be discipling people there. Mm -hmm. So it's like you you get built up, built up, built up, and then all of a sudden he puts you in a position where all of a sudden you get to full on represent his love. Yeah. Yeah, and you don't gatekeep, right? You don't gatekeep those things. But what you, verses you pay his banner it, you over me not is love. Paying, but you you sow into the people around you, right? Mm -hmm. And that's what you guys are doing now. You're trying to sow in to the people around you because you've been there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. And we still have so many people that are sowing into us. 
Yeah. It's it's like amazing how how I mean, you just you're always trying to see what God's done in you uh be succeeded by somebody else. You can continue to grow upward and continue to expand what you know and your knowledge and pray yourself up and let God build you up. Yeah. But you don't have to have it all figured out and you don't even you need to lean into the areas that you're excelling in, but then continue to let people sow into those other areas yeah. and mm-hmm. help grow you. I yeah. was just talking to a vice president of operations of a big, well-known company, and he's kind of a good old boy. And it was it was fun talking to him, but one of the things I learned in the conversation is uh, their expansion in our area in the Midwest is awesome and it's huge and they're locally known, locally operated, but they've grown to a point in the Midwest mm-hmm. where they're kind of, kind of tapped out here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and he was telling me that his spouse now heads up basically an embassy for their company in India. Yeah. And now she's in Dubai. Mm. And I'm like, wow, like you're talking and all of a sudden God's showing me like just when you think I can't build another floor, I'm actually going to I'm actually going to start dropping embassies around where you're going to you're going to send out people into an area you never thought of going. And you're actually going to have a home base there now. Yeah. You know, what does it say in Jeremiah? Is that the one? Hmm. I forgot why I wanted to say that. What are flagons? Stay, stay me with flagons. Comfort me with apples. I could be comforted with apples. <laughs> Cosmic crisp are the best apple I've eaten today. Do you know? What, do you know what the worst apple is? Uh, red delicious. Red delicious. Yeah. Yes, they're like mealy. It's a lie. They're red, not delicious. No. Yeah. You know, I, I always take I like apples to... that aren't made for what. So I made like two of the best apple pies ever. I used golden delicious apples and they're not pie baking apples. Yeah. Yeah. They say Everybody that. liked them. When I eat an apple, I like that baby to like crunch. Mm. When I was a kid and they were like, yeah, Eve, she was tempted with, she gave it all up for an apple. Like Nowhere that's the does image. it say It apple. doesn't say apple. Ever. It doesn't say apple, but Just for- we're all a little gassy here. <laughs> <laughs> in our in the imagery <laughs> in the imagery it's always it's always an apple. So what's But listen I'm not done. <laughs> I was trying to make a joke. Never mind. Is it a Eve with the apple joke? What's one significant like He doesn't want to hear it. <laughs> What's one significant place where you can pinpoint where where the gift of tongues uh, superseded anything you could have done in the natural to fix something, mm. and it shifted everything that you could see yeah. in your life? Praying over my brother and his bad attitude. <laughs> Which is funny because one of mine <laughs> is I've actually been praying about your bad attitude. one of mine is actually when we were coming back from the Dells, and my brother had passed. And was in and out of it. And they called and they said, pray. And our whole family in the car yeah. shut everything down. And for over an hour, we prayed in the spirit. Yeah. And he was, God resurrected him. Mm-hmm. 
and it was a huge testimony, and it was one of those places where God said, no longer are you guys going to be ashamed in front of each other doing this. Yeah. Do you want to hear a moment that tongues became very real to me? Neither of you know this. Well, then, yeah, I want to hear it. So I I did that whole yo-yo with the 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 speaking in tongues thing where I had, you know, Pastor Lynette pray me through it when I was younger. And then I would I did it. And then you go home that night and you're like, did I really get it? I don't think I really got it. I'm pretty sure I didn't get it. I Everybody can't do it. Right? I did that and then you get re <laughs> baptized in the Holy Spirit. So then you get it again. And I probably yo-yoed like that for probably two or three times at least. Mm-hmm. Well, the day that the Lord made it very, very, very real to me is I think it was like the third or fourth time, second or third time. And I was in my car and I wanted to start speaking in it. And I was like, I can't do this yo-yo anymore. And I was actually, Max was a baby. I was on, I was taking him to your mom's house. And I put earbuds in. And I was like, I am going to pray in my prayer language 20 minutes to this woman's house. And I had to put earbuds in because when I heard my prayer language in my own ears, all that was coming was doubt and unbelief that I actually had it. Because all I could hear was, you're just making up those words. So I put worship music in my ears. I drove there. I prayed the whole time. And when I dropped him off, I prayed the whole way back. But halfway back, I got hit with the Holy Spirit and just started crying. Okay? And nothing, no really reason to start crying. You just broke That's the how veil. you know. Right. You, you cut the veil mm-hmm. of the flesh. That's how you know something just happened. And all of a sudden, I went to yell out Abba, and I said, Allah. And all like I like in my car, I was like mortified. I was like, that's not the God I pray to. Like, this is like not. Well, it's okay. just the word for God in that language. Well, I freaked out, and I was like, I meant Abba. And like since that day... My heels have been dug in when it comes to speaking in tongues Mm -hmm. because it was such a significant day to me that all it took was uh, that pressing through that veil, pushing through until that's where the power comes from. That's where the confidence comes from is when you have a moment where you know it is so real and there's not anybody that can now tell me that it's not because I've experienced for myself. I will fight you to the death on this mm-hmm. because you that's where that confidence comes from is when you have the experience and the boldness comes with it. That's the power. That's mm-hmm. the power that comes with it. Thank you so much for joining us for today's episode. We are so blessed to have the privilege to share with you. If you haven't already, please connect with us on Facebook and Instagram. You can find us by searching at The Real King Podcast. That's at T-H-E Real King Podcast. The Real King Podcast is recorded in Eau Claire, Wisconsin. It is hosted by Joe and Heidi King, who are joined each week by Christina Santamaria as a moderator and contributor. It is produced and edited by Joe and Heidi King and Carlos and Christina Santamaria. All content is under copyright and all rights are reserved.